World leaders meet again to discuss climate change as its impacts are felt more and more. Climate change starts to feed into this as a social justice issue. That's creating kind of the perfect storm for volatility from a social unrest standpoint in traditionally low-risk environments. Coming up, as the COP27 talks go on in Egypt, we find out how experts from international SOS are gathering the latest vital data. The growing impact of global warming, a new podcast from International SOS. Hello, I'm Paul Osborne. Hundreds of homes are flooded tonight and power in the CBD could be cut for days as this deadly rain bomb bears down on the southeast. The UK is experiencing its hottest ever day. A record heat wave in Japan, major flooding in Australia and a deadly avalanche in northern Italy. For almost three decades, world leaders have regularly gathered to try to agree ways of responding to the consequences of climate change. It's now seven years since the Paris Agreement committed nations to keeping global temperature rises below two degrees Celsius. But this year's COP27 summit got underway in Egypt amid warnings that the world still isn't moving fast enough to avoid catastrophic harm in the future. The daily impacts of climate change are already being felt, from floods to hurricanes, issues around food and water security, and a range of other problems inspired by the changing climate. To find out more, I've been speaking to Sally Llewellyn, International SOS's Global Security Director, who told me about the kinds of security issues she's monitoring. Well, the focus of our analysis here has definitely been around climate change as an additional driver of insecurity. And where we see this most acutely is certainly on the African continent and particularly in East Africa. There are a range of drivers of of conflict or insecurity in the region. Climate change or, or extreme weather becomes another influencing factor on some of those conflicts. So as an example, in, in Kenya or, or Sudan, we've seen food insecurity, and then weather-related impacts like drought exacerbating pre-existing issues, which were also driven by economic impacts of COVID-19. Of course, the challenges around the Russia-Ukraine conflict and the impact on food security. That then is exacerbated in drought areas where where farmers need to relocate to find new resourcing or or water resources. It exacerbates some of those ethnic or or communal conflicts that were already pre-existing in the environment. So we're seeing it as another factor driving conflict rather than a direct correlation between climate change and and ethnic violence in East Africa. Of course, it's not just in Africa that we've seen the impact of climate change this year, and it's been a focus of a number of previous podcasts. In September, we heard about the devastation caused by flooding in Pakistan. At least 10% of Pakistan's healthcare structure has either been damaged or destroyed. Crowds scramble for relief supplies, with the worst affected regions seeing more than five times their average annual rainfall. The needs are enormous. And I urge massive and urgent financial support for Pakistan. It is a question of justice. 
the other component that we saw in the Pakistan floods was the diversion then of the security forces to be able to step in and support recovery efforts. And that's changing the dynamics of kind of security force focus away from some of their traditional areas like militancy and focus very much on that first responder flood response, which is, of course, a a natural avenue for security forces to fall into. But it does present some other concerns about broader security risks and where that focus of energy then goes and for how long a prolonged period of time. Well, around the world, experts from international SOS have been dealing with some of these issues that have arisen in part through climate change. In another podcast earlier this year, Josh Dozer told me how warming oceans are making America's hurricane season even worse. The definition of what is an average hurricane season has increased. In the past, 12 native storms was a customary average, and now the new average was increased to about 14 storms. The conditions that are conducive to hurricane formation are certainly more favorable more often. Hurricanes gain their strength from the ocean temperature, and the higher the ocean temperature, the quicker it could intensify. Winds of 155 miles per hour and everyone in the area around that eye wall especially really needs to be staying inside and being hunkering down. We're still okay, but the water is starting to rise. It's bringing in all this water. Hurricanes in in the U.S. is certainly a perennial issue. It's it's not it's not new, but as Josh is saying, there has been some increase in in the impacts um, across the country in in recent years, and a, a very very strong emphasis. There are some challenges around aging infrastructure in certain parts of of the region, and that makes the impacts of these situations more extreme in some in some areas. There is the the challenge around the politicisation of the climate change issue and that being a driver of social unrest in and of itself. What we're seeing is increased levels of protest activity around the climate change issue, particularly notable in the US, in Australia, and then, of course, across Europe. And that exacerbates some of those underlying societal fissures or or political fissures in countries. So that's certainly a theme that we would expect into next year. Climate change starts to feed into this as a social justice issue. That's creating kind of the perfect storm for volatility from a social unrest standpoint in traditionally low-risk environments. So it's absolutely a theme that we're looking at going into next year. And those security implications of climate change are a key theme of the upcoming annual Global Security Outlook, which is something you're currently working on. That's correct, Paul. The teams are busily working on our assessment of security risks and, and health risks into 2023 to support our clients in understanding the risk environments in which they operate. Climate change and, and these various impacts I've talked about will certainly be part of that, along with some of the very notable changes in geopolitical risk and the requirements for very clear information and understanding of risk environments. So there's quite a few themes coming coming up into next year, and this will certainly be one of those. Sally Llewellyn, the Global Security Director at International SOS. 
Well, for more details of the global security outlook for 2023, you can head to our website, internationalsos.com. And from there, clients can find out how to get in touch with our network of assistance centres available 24-7. But until next time, thanks very much for listening and goodbye.